1: Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? Wakanda what what of forever. forever. It's never going away, people. It's <laughs> never
2: going away. It's never going <laughs> away. Oh well, number six.
1: <laughs> y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, true, true. Because I was still like, I was still chuckling to myself. Because I was smiling. I was excited that we had everybody here. Yeah. The only the person we're missing is Is Linnell. Linnell. It's Linnell. That's, true. That's true.
2: No, So we're almost all here.
3: She's reading one of Chris's scripts. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she got uh, a bottle of Hennessy next to uh, her. <laughs> wow. Damn.
2: Sm- wow. Smoking. Some, some Swiss or Swiss. Box of red sugarbeats. <laughs> she on SSR and
3: stuff.
1: <laughs> Josh fired. I did not say
2: a no, thing, No, she Linnell. goes in. I'm telling you. You let her read your script. Exactly. She's going to go in. Exactly. I didn't say anything, Lonelle. I just want you to know I, that. Look, right. don't be scared. She's not here. I'm mm. not scared. I'm just telling you what's <laughs> so, real. So we got
1: everybody in the house today. Elisa Bolacaja. Hey, what? I just came back from the love boat. You
2: was on the love boat? Child, you know, I came back from my cruise. Oh, that's right. Oh. (laughs) and New Orleans, where I had to get the F out because Imelda was now bullshitting. Like, when we came back in. Oh, yeah. And I love riding on the boat. It's my first time being on a cruise, but I've been on boats before. I love that. Whoever told you? I'm so mad. (laughs) Because it's the perfect thing for introverts who Mm kind of like people. But, can <laughs> but don't. And it was like, you know, All of us, listen, right? <laughs> I have my dinner table. I went with a group of writing, uh, women who write romances in New Orleans, and they have their writers' conference, so they have it every two years. And this year, they had a component of a cruise. So I went. I thought, hey, why not? Mm-hmm. And um, I never saw those ladies until dinnertime every night because I was busy doing stuff. So. <laughs> listen, and I want to apologize to that 30-year-old when they had the 1990s music trivia game down in the foyer where everybody was watching and I whooped your ass. <laughs> and you said I was too old to know these songs. I said, see, that's proper home training. When your oh, parents teach you music wow. from every era, then you can come in with some Hennessy in your hand And kill and a suntan and some flip flops. VSOP and whip ass in the competition. VSOP up and down. That's
4: not just music, y'all. You better watch those movies and TV. You better know what you're talking about. So,
2: I hope your hair follicles have grown back. (laughs) (laughs) Sulfur eight, blue magic hair grease works. (laughs) There are lace fronts. Oh my god. (laughs) There are sew ends and glue ends. Oh my god. Do what you got to do. Just kidding. Terminator. Jesus Christ. Don't play. You got rested up, didn't Don't you? Listen. <laughs> oh my God. Ouch. Oh, oh, and I and I have right. and I have no responsibility. My mama ain't there, so I can just be let loose and say what I want to wow. say. I'm not responsible. I'm not representing uh, nobody. This is a grown folks. Table, this is grown right? folks. <laughs> <laughs> Came in there with flipping <laughs> her little hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sure just like, just okay. just <laughs> walking in and
4: setting her bottle <laughs> on the <laughs> table <laughs> like
3: a gun. Listen. Like <laughs> let's go. And to the
2: ship, let I'm gonna say something. Hennessy, y'all need to stop playing, cause they have some white Hennessy on the ship. And it was only a pint. They wanted like $65 for that mug. And it was duty free. And I'm like, that shit looked good too. And I got a sample from somebody. And I was like sitting there like, man, man, I just, man, I just want. So I bought the high shelf tequila and said and drank. Th- I was supposed to save it. And I drank the whole thing. Okay. I was supposed to save my pralines too. And I had the guy shrink wrap it and everything. And you know, I ate all that shit. <laughs> yes, Two pounds of yes, pralines in five Two days. <laughs> in five days. I went on the ship hey, Chris, skinny. Chris. No. We might I on. came on thick and chunky. Yeah. Anyway, funny. she's back.
1: So, I'm back. Lisa Balakaja in the house. So Then we got really Uncle was that Jeff. That was? Huh? That's what that was. <laughs> I don't know. And I wasn't sure I'm if she pass was back it over. I'm back.
5: <laughs>
1: back
4: she's again, so shy she and retiring incredible. after her exactly. long
0: vacation. <laughs>
1: Uncle Jeff, you guys hear hear his voice. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm employed. Jeff Thorne. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm
0: employed. I got exactly. a job, y'all. Yes.
1: yes. Uh, I am.
0: Some the,
4: shit he
1: can't even talk about. Is that a bit?
4: No, I can talk about. It. Oh, Are you talking about? now? Well, always. here's what I can talk about. As usual, it's oh, limited. Boy. I am the co-EP on the one of the sequel series to the current power oh, that's show right. that's on stars. Mm-hmm which they announced that they, that exists, but I can't tell you any details or who's in it or what it, the subject matter who's, is. Who's your writer's assistant on that? Uh, writer's assistant he, is... He can't. Uh, he can't tell you. Uh, uh, our writer's a, assistant is Lacey. Okay. okay. Um, well, there's two, Underall. that's right. Well, no, we only have one. No,
1: I meant there's two shows, two oh, there's, power spin four. Oh,
4: oh, there's a bunch of shows they <laughs> got more? going. Yeah. They're so popular. The Kempire is real. The, kemp- the, Camp- <laughs> the Kempire is, nice is real. Yeah, She don't be playing. Wow. Um, but yeah, in <laughs> a small room... The writers are great. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I I don't even know what I'm allowed to say about who's in it or not but uh, they're all like, great. This is like
2: last time the Black Panther thing. Not quite. And I have to watch the, the shots coming from across the way. No, this is when not... When you're a, like, I can't say anything. i A it's non-disclosure a agreement, agreement had me nervous <laughs> for like no. a year.
4: Marvel doesn't even talk <laughs> internally to Marvel. Like, they don't... <laughs>
2: yeah. They don't
4: talk between departments. The actors don't know what movie they're on. Damn. Look, Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> did not know she was in the Avengers. Oh, wow. She thought that all these movies were Iron Man movies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that <laughs> may be more of a Gwyneth issue. It might was. be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: she's like, I just showed up. They didn't tell I showed right? up. You shoot Wait, me pages? Shoot Sam me pages? Jackson's here. What's he doing
4: exactly. here? What do you mean, Sam Jackson? I did. Or is he in this too? He's the movie. Speaking <laughs> right, so of which, where, where is my Please. Nick Fury movie? I need my
3: Nick Fury. Not with him movie. in it. Not
1: well, him in it.
3: No. Why
1: do we hate on? Why are we hating
4: on
5: Sam? Just because
3: he's not Asian? hating on Sam. You just got to know your swing. Here's the thing about
5: the Nick Fury movie. He
4: there, was once twenty years old. You know, we there could was do that. that. One...
5: There's that I like Pope
4: issue. Fiction, Sam
1: Jackson. Oh, okay. Now I've seen him do Pulp Fiction 90 the, times, the, so I'm tired of, of Sam wow. Jackson. thank you.
2: I'm sorry, he Mr. Can Jackson. He could act his butt off,
1: but so he's always, always sorry, doing that sorry, same Mr. thing. Sorry, Mr.
2: Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay.
1: <laughs> okay. In I am
4: the real. Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <had> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nick
4: Fury's son. Yeah. Whatever. I guess we're not going to get that. According to this room, we're not getting it.
2: It's got to be sexy. Yeah, I agree with you. And Sam Jackson is like our older... You know, that older, nice, distinguished, not sexy to the younger folk kind of... You know, I, I want to I'm not in. trying
4: to sex him up. I'm, I'm just saying, I want to see Nick but, Fury uh, shooting uh, some people. But
2: to <laughs> get the audience to come see that Nick Fury... That's true. You got ha- to have a young Nick Fury Jr. or something? Or Yeah,
4: like they try to do a Shaft, Chef, I guess. Yeah, yeah,
2: Shaft didn't work because they try to make it into a comedy, and it's like, that's... Yeah, yeah that's, that's,
5: that's, no,
4: that was a yeah. mistake.
2: Why did they do that? They yeah. might as well Why? have made it a hope. They should have made it like a spoof of... Or yeah. whatever and it would've worked. Yeah. But you can do
5: a spoof. See, t- to me the 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 failure I'm gonna get you sucker too. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah but, 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 but to I'm me, sorry, The
5: failure mom, of the sorry. shaft the shaft the shaft reboots are the original one of Richard Roundtree is like it came out in that era where they were kind of like they were doing film of wars again, mm-hmm. that were in color. And that's why it's a cool movie. And it's like they won't do those type of um, hardball detective films now. Denzel's they the only one who even tries to do it. Yeah, Denzel's the only one who tries to do it. And it's kind of like, that's what Shaft should have been because yep. it would have been
2: cool. It's not we, cool. We like, almost, like, we, we almost had it with Devil in a Blue Dress. But the problem with that, and I'm going to tell you, and I stand by this, it's been what, 30 years? 24. Sorry. 24 years? Sorry, Paul. <clears throat> just, my hand handled, sorry. Uh, and the problem with that because I read that script when my friend was working over at Sony and we used to get the bootleg scripts and we weren't supposed to and I didn't know this. I can say it now in the 90s, <laughs> right. I, I, you know, and so I had the whole, I had like the the synopsis, the Bible, and I was like, oh, this is cool. She's like, bitch, don't you let nobody know. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, I love the books. Mm-hmm. They're, they're wonderful. Walter mm-hmm. Mosley is like, Badass, like it gives you the history of LA. Everything. The problem was the casting of Jennifer Beals hmm. because at that point, and it's a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, too bad. Uh, what
4: if you please. haven't seen Devil in a Blue Dress
2: or read the books? <laughs> just hang up. Please. So here's the thing: the problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> was everybody already knew that Jennifer Beals is already mixed. Right. So the pivotal point in that movie is the reveal that this the woman that he had right. been looking for is a white woman who's been, a she black woman's been passing as white. She can't pass The moment wife. we saw Jennifer Beals, no matter if you didn't think it, you already know she's mixed. So right. you're like, oh, she's playing a white girl. So when the reveal happens, you're like, eh. And that fucked up the whole thing because come on, Don Cheadle? Mm-hmm. That movie made Ooh. him. That movie, that movie, listen, made him. listen, and Denzel at his zenith. <laughs> Second, with the walk? Well, listen
4: to me. And the clothes? Listen to me. But, but here's the thing. That's why we had to get the black 22. i got to see some fools. black men well, the, and some suits being spot. I do I don't know what their relationship is listen. on camera. I've been trying to get those listen. fools to do a remake of Buck and the Preacher. Really? With oh. Listen. Don Cheadle. Cowboys. And Denzel Washington.
5: Ugh. I know a little bit about that. I don't want to talk about it, but I'd have to. Okay. okay, but I've been- But I've it been, could, I've we could have. I've been a champion of
4: that because they had great chemistry on screen. Because my
5: friend worked for Carl Franklin for a long time during that era- and then he left after Franklin lost his, lost his deal to Fox. He then worked at Denzel's company mm-hmm. for like three years. So I noticed, it's Abdul. Mm-hmm. So I noticed Skinny on on on, on that. We'll about Wait, it. on Buck and the Preacher specifically? No, no, no. no oh, the no, yeah, relationship.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears> okay. Nobody okay. likes Don.
4: I told Don <laughs> I on Twitter, you. you better do this. He's like, go write it. I'm like, not for free. You, <laughs>
5: you throw out some cash, uh, yo. I agree with you about that. I think the problem, the, the issue with, the whole Walter Mosey thing now, the whole, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Um, Easy Rollins thing now is, guess who owns the rights? Who, Disney? NBC. Really? Call me NBC. Well, that's In- universal, though. Yeah. Right? Call
4: me. I'll hook, hook a brother but, up. I got you.
5: But what they want to do, because a friend of mine was up to do this a couple of years ago, they want to do it as a network show. Uh, yeah, that's. That's uh, not how it's not, it's, it's not going to roll. It's not going to roll as a network show. It mm-hmm. can't work as a network show. Well, it could work on Fox. They might let you go far enough. Oh, that's Disney now. So, you
1: know. They still got to keep the brand, (laughs) at least for a while. So, let me introduce everybody. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry, go ahead. So, we got. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. We got Uncle Uncle Paul in the house. Paul Gio, y'all. Hello. What's going down? How
4: are you?
2: It's all good right. to be
1: back. you he coming oh, here all, all dressed up. I know.
4: He looks like a grown okay. up. We look like we just rolled out of bed. Looking like
1: Reverend, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking like Reverend somebody. Don't he? <laughs> my wife is like, are you wearing that? I'm like, it's radio.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't even get his hair lined up enough. <laughs> yeah, he looks cool. Nice. What's up, Paul? Uh, I'm out here for quite a while. Oh, really? You're finally a, here for a minute? For a couple minutes, doing a bunch of different stuff that mm-hmm. that is not paying yet, you know? <laughs> you know how it is. It's like you go and you develop pitch and best. you develop and you take meetings like, and you pitch. And Let's you, do an
1: if-come deal. That's right. <laughs> that's perfect. That's it. <laughs>
3: if-come. That's my life. Right. So, But uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, of course. But you're eating, right? You have- um, <laughs> well He get them green envelopes He doing not uh, Yeah I gotta
1: go pick one of those up tomorrow yeah, so A bunch of them
4: came out People were throwing them up yes. on Twitter I was like Why are you telling people You just got paid Why would you do that
5: I did it too No don't no, that's you when your what? friends show up Hey let's go out <laughs> That's the wrong kind of sharing
1: I didn't know how much money I made mm. I just sold the envelope mm. I was just telling people What they could do the And how blessed best friend. we are To be in this guild yeah, Absolutely yeah, It doesn't suck mm. yeah. Yeah. Exactly Chris Derrick on the house. What up, Chris? The quiet storm. You're good. Yeah. I'm excited. You're excited. Good. You can Sounds tell
3: excited. he's excited because his uh, breathing is exactly the same <laughs> as when he just woke up. I'm very yeah, excited yeah. right so, now. So
5: I want to thank you because I talked with Billy Davis mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, and he and he offered me to, to direct his, 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 his the web, web series. series. Good, awesome. So I read one of them. It's, it's really cool. The whole concept mm-hmm. is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really excited about the opportunity to of him today, talk with him. Good. Um, you know, it's just, to me, it's always uh, an honor and a blessing to work with other people creatively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it, I mean, like, that's kind of why I like to direct more than anything, because right. you get to work with all these different artists. and that's, And that, to me, is <laughs> the fun part. Well, it's,
1: it's funny because they were, <clears throat> his partner who was working with the other producer were, they were like, here's the problem. Let me, let me talk to you motherfuckers out there right quick. <laughs> People have illusions of grandeur, right? When they're just trying to make a, a good, solid web series, right? Sure. You and I were talking about this the other day. There's things that, and all of us have produced them, so we know how to make them. There's things you can do where you can get production value in different ways. You don't need some celebrity freaking... Director or actor to be in your project For it to be a green light I For it that's to what go
4: the, uh, I think that's what people th- it's, it's, an it's illusion. It's an illusion, but it's one that's fostered by the executive side, right. too. Like, the people who don't, not the executives who make the shows, mm-hmm. the people who grew up in this world, mm-hmm. but the people who've now come in from, like, the hedge fund world and all that, they're just trying to put elements together, right. and they think, oh, if I put so-and-so in this, it'll put asses in the right. seats. But it's not how it works. That's no. just not how it works. No. Who can open a movie? Who can open a show now? Guaranteed. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Go ahead, Paul. I think, I
3: think it's also going, bringing it down to the web series level. It's all about your motivation. And mm-hmm. I think the people that people are like, I'm going to put a web series on because it's always in sunny in Philadelphia. They all became millionaires. Exactly. And this thing, they all became millionaires. So I'm going to become a millionaire. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> dead before you even start. Yeah, if done. you put a web series on because I want to make this and I got my friends and we're going to have the best time and this is going to be so cool. And I don't care if one person watches it or a million. Mm-hmm. That one's got the best chance of blowing well, so up. Well, the because
5: that's, that's the thing. So I was talking with Will the other day and he was like, I don't know if I want to call you because you're just it's such a, you know. Uh, you know, you know, can I afford you? Basically, can I afford yeah. me? You know, like, am I some A list filmmaker? No, mm-hmm. no, but he's like, I, I was like, Well, look, I said, What's the show? What's the mm-hmm. idea? The idea is smart, right? And I really like it's it. It's got a nice twist. And 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 before I read the scripts, I was like, I just know what this could be. Mm-hmm. And so, in terms of like what kind of visual stamp that I could put on it, just by, just by what the initial concept is, right? And it's contained enough which will make it fun mm-hmm. um, so I'm but really see that's excited. what's
3: great is like you are drawn and intrigued to it because you know this will stimulate you creatively right. and you will right. do this and love the process of right. it you're not looking at like ooh this could result in something right. for me right and that's talk, that's talk why it's going to be good. Blue
4: dress. Carl Franklin meets John Cheadle because while Don is working as an actor and Carl's trying to segue from being that into being a director, mm-hmm. he does all this stuff at, I guess, UCLA, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they do all their short films and they get quote unquote real actors. <laughs> they go out to the agencies and they say, can you send us some people? Mm-hmm. One of the people who gets sent over for basically no money is this young guy, Don Cheadle, meets this not young director. Yes. Right, <laughs> and then four years later, Devil in a Blue Dress, and there's a phone call. Hey, would you like to be in my movie? You kicked wow. ass in my little short that nobody wow. saw that, that I didn't right? forget. That, yeah. Right, that, exactly. of course I didn't forget it because yeah. you came in, right. you kicked ass. Right. Right. right, so I agree with you. It is motivational what these guys are both saying, mm-hmm. and also, what's your target destination? Right, like. I tell people all the time you can make your movie nobody's stopping you from making Mm -hmm. your movie I write every year I write some rant telling people they're assholes (laughs) for not making their movie right but the reason is it's what is it what is it you think you're going to do at the end of it like if you're trying to make Star Wars well it took George Lucas how many years shopping versions of that script around and being told no by every studio Nope, we're not doing that, George. Flash Gordon, you must be high. Right. Dog fights in our space? Who is you know, this idiot? He, you know what? <laughs> right? and,
5: and, you know, and, and he actually he, and he, and he had to do two successful films ahead of time. That's what so I'm saying. Enough, and even then, just, everybody
4: said no, no. Yeah. to the point where he ends up making still the most successful independent motion picture in the history of motion pictures <clears throat> right. because nobody would yeah. finance that. Shit.
5: But and he took that deal but because no one cared if about you're the trying, merch deal, So
4: If you're trying to make that movie right now, you can. But it's going to have A different set of hurdles To go over right. Than if you're trying To make something Like the station agent right. Right, which obviously you you film illiterate jerks don't know what the station agent exactly. is, but you Ridiculous. should take your asses out and watch it. I put Dinklage it, on the map. Right, it's right. a great freaking movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it takes place in a small environment with right. this limited number of really good actors. Yes, really good actors. Really, the top a simple d- direction style. Mm-hmm. Right, it didn't try to blow the doors off, but it makes your ass sit there and watch it. And all the people coming out of that movie, and I mean everyone coming right. out of that movie kept working making things so what's your end goal what's your end venue are you right. making it for youtube or you're thinking oh, i'm gonna start on youtube but it's really going to end up in my local movie theater yeah. no it's not, it's Just, not. let's the, start with youtube it, it, okay.
5: i mean the thing about this thing about directing styles and, and and doing your thing it's like you can make a movie that's some flashy thing like jfk sure you know if you if you if, if it warrants that but something like station agent you know, like I'm like I'm going back to watch all these these the, this post directors work that I love from like from the 80s and early 90s. This guy named Christopher The thing I love about his work is there's a simplicity to it when you watch it, but you know when you make movies that you are like, that shit ain't easy to get. Right. Through. For sure. Like like to find that one. Great shot! That I'm gonna mm. leave on you. I'm not gonna cut around because when you because when you're cutting so much like you do on television, it's like they've shot nine angles because they don't really know what the best angle is. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, but but guys who really know their shit. Yeah. You got a I mean, TV no money, it's all no safety. Time. It's all, it's safety. all right. safety. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I, I remember there was this like like the best compliment I heard about the Godfather was from Billy Wilder. Again, okay. <laughs> is that he said it's it's a perfectly shot movie. There's there's no camera shot that doesn't Tell the most mm. that it can.
4: That's right.
5: You know, and it's like, oh, you know, that's a, a guy who's won three Oscars telling you that's what that that's what I movie mean, was good. That you got to respect that. But that's but if but but Godfather, if you look at it, it's very simply cut. No? It holds the fuck up now. It's mm-hmm. very pace real because mm-hmm. every shot is telling you the maximum amount of emotional right. Right. impact, and that's why you can do something simple. I always and point small. people
4: at near dark. It's Another a good great example. Movie. Another a great lot great of the young kids movie. don't know about, mm-hmm. but. It's probably the best vampire movie from my point of view. Pound for pound, that came out of Hollywood. Ever.
2: Vampires rolling around in Winnebago? Hell yes! yes. Uh, <laughs> redneck <laughs> vampires? Redneck vampires? In Come on! But here's the thing: that's very interesting about that.
4: There's no, <laughs> <laughs> no that word "vampire" is not mentioned one time right. in the movie. No, I love uh, that. You don't nope, see I any fangs. Uh, <laughs> yes. It is just people running around, talking, being good actors at each other. One of my favorite directors. Say, ever. A couple of fights here and there, some car chasing a little bit, but nothing major, mm-hmm. and some blood on the mouth here and there. And at one point, one right. big effect is a guy burns up, Mm -hmm. like in the sunlight Mm -hmm. or whatever. The rest of it, if you look at it in terms of production value, how much it costs to actually make, it's the same as a cop movie. It's the same as a detective movie. It's the same as whatever. But they wrote the hell out of it, and they shot it in a a simplest possible way, whatever, and it stands up to this day. You can watch that Mm -hmm. movie right now and get sucked in. Exactly. They knew what they were doing.
1: I was going to say, Janelle and I were talking about this the other day, about um, I was talking about illusions of grandeur that a lot of Younger writers have when they want to make a project, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I was also talking about there are things you can do to get production value for yourself if you want to make said project. Sure. Like I was talking to Willie about how to do his project and how to how to get the most out of it. <clears throat> and the first thing I said was you need to hire like a Chris. Right. To get the look and he will elevate your look. It'll be worth the money. Right. I said, number two. Is I said, do you guys have a location? He said, he said, oh, yeah, we're looking at this particular place. I said, great, it looks like a, It all takes place at an um, emergency really, room or something. <clears throat> and so they found like some like, uh, what, a clinic or whatever they could There's use whatever.
5: standing sets or
1: whatever yeah. for that. I was like, yeah, great. So, so um, what I'm saying is, a lot of times, what what people do it backwards. They come up with the idea, they write it, and go, okay, now I need to find this project, you know, this this uh, location, instead of going what are my resources that I can get in writing to it, right? So here's this is for low-budget shit, not no, for, not for big shit, right? Right. This is why I have so many because I'm always like, Stack up your what, assets. What do we have? Right. What can we get? We get together and Chris says, oh, I have a friend who has a cool car. Oh, I have a friend who has a whatever. Oh, you know, my, my girlfriend works at the such and such deli. We probably can work there at night when nobody's there. You look, put those resources together yep. and then write toward those things and you start to get all this different production value that you didn't think you had. Everybody has them. They just don't know it. I you think, know, and, and
5: now, there's the, the, This is great. You, us all great points. Here's, here's the thing too, though. If you do write the script first, and start thinking about what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't get this location, blah, blah, blah. And and, and then you struggle to fucking fight to make the script I mean locations fit with what you have. Right. But if you go, what do I have and then I gotta rewrite it's actually good practice for when you're on a television sure. show because we're in a movie because shit falls apart at yeah. like the last minute. We lost you a know, location. Well, we lost a location. Hey, Paul. Can you that know, lady was, was going to let us use her house.
4: He decided not to. She gave the money back right. last night. Right. But we've we we, already yeah, blocked everything. Are, the team team the crew is the literally out there yeah. right now. I know she's trying to get him off the lawn right now.
5: Oh my god start, my So start, start to So, so start the god. rewrite You know <laughs> my, my
2: stomach hurts
4: so that, making
5: that. <laughs> <laughs> But see But look at, show. Look at real Look at another show
4: People again forget about mm. this The Guild Right oh. uh, Felicia Day's thing mm-hmm. um, She turned herself Into a little mini mogul Just getting her friends together With their little home cameras First season of the Guild Versus season two of the Guild mm-hmm. Was really good writing Really good actors Funny as hell Very very limited In terms of any kind of Production right. value You might want to describe Just bare minimum right. What I city did it. they shoot that in? Here Oh it's in LA I mean it could have been Anywhere basically It was just well, people sitting Sometimes
1: and, it helps When you're outside of here Because yeah, but you have again, access To more she things knew, but. She knew Going in,
4: what the venue was going right. to be, which was people sitting in front of their computer monitors talking to each other on their headsets. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I see it's yeah. it's 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 deceptively mm-hmm. simple, right. but it did so well that you can literally watch the evolution of their budget. from season to season. And it was built into the show that you could do these Mm -hmm. things if we got more money or if we didn't, we could have kept it the same exact way. Would have been just as satisfying. And there would be no geek and sundry now if not for her doing that with her friends. What are our assets? What are we going to do? I'm an actress, by the way. No one thinks I can write. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to write this shit Mm -hmm. and here we go.
5: You know, there's a movie that came out last year, maybe this year, last year... What's the guy's name? Jonathan Shelly? Is that his name? John, the guy from who plays Sulu on, on, on the, on the Star Trek reboot? John Cho. John Cho. Yeah. It's a movie where he, uh, his daughter gets kidnapped. Is it following? Kimber- it uh, I don't remember what it's called. But yeah, But, yeah, this, yeah. but, but the whole thing is told through communication through de- devices. Hmm. So it's either like a cell phone <laughs> screen or a FaceTime screen and so therefore like the camera's locked down and like hey I'm sitting here in my computer yeah, and you're behind me no and it's so fucking amazing. awesome because mm-hmm. it's, and I was like oh they not you know this just shots you gotta be shooting this in a, in a few days yep. because yeah. there's so little because because he's not even walking around like holding the phone you know right, like right. doing shit he's it's like off his computer and the, and the cops are talking to him on right. the computer but right. mm-hmm. you
4: have to be clever
5: and be clever yeah, that's, that's what really he did really it clever fun. and there's some <laughs> stuff at the end where they go to this lake and stuff like that but it was still done in a way where it was like they didn't spend any money they probably spent maybe like three days of location shooting that was a
4: movie made in post yeah, yeah. right
5: and it was really fucking good though
4: there's another one smart. like there's a horror movie called Unfollowed yeah I saw that it's basically the same uh, premise right. or, or, or stylistic premise but it worked yeah. i watched it like, I like it. you know how you lean in like all right really mm-hmm. really like all right i've seen this before but all right you let's you know let me all right if this really you're going to do this yes but, but it was i stayed good. End, I I too and it creeped me the hell out when it was mm-hmm. supposed to mm-hmm. it's the thing is limited budget forces your talent exactly. either you can do it or you can't right. and the less you have to begin with the it forces you we were talking about the original film noirs um, again, you children really should really just bump up your education. Uh, you know, we try <laughs> okay. to tell them. We try to tell them. If you look at those old movies, they look very stylized, and you're, right. you're comparing them to what you've seen now, not realizing that they're the germ for what you're seeing now. Right. After World War II, the technology of cameras changed, where you could, because the war photographers needed small handheld cameras. So they were able to run around and literally take footage for the Pentagon or whatever, yeah. to come yeah. back and basically do gameplay footage so they mm-hmm. could figure out stuff. But the tech just existed. So Hollywood was like, wait, what? I don't have to bring 90 guys in these mags that need a camera. Right. Right. So now all of a sudden, people could make more movies for less money. And you also had a bunch of people who had been trained to make movies of different kinds coming out of Europe, coming out of the army and all of a sudden you get this whole wave of movies with heavy black shadows and right. tough guys shooting people in alleys and all He's this kind of guy, stuff. Yeah. Right? He's, He's a, right? a wise guy. He's eh? a wise guy, well, it, <laughs> it, it, it turned into that ultimately. <laughs> the gal came lie.
2: in with some, a pair of stems I've never seen in my life. She <laughs> was like, good tomato. With the names...
4: <laughs> God damn it.
2: See... I'm trying to tell I'm trying to listen
5: that's
4: actually before but the names
5: (laughs) but but you know real quick that's actually the gangster movies before Before this right after that that all shit went out the (laughs) window you have
4: (laughs) you have names on these scripts Faulkner Hemingway Hammett right Um, these are like great grunt bright lights in American literature mm-hmm. writing screenplays for these kind of movies Clifford Odets. Clifford Odette, Odette. <laughs> this is no joke Paul Gio all those, what lo- it means, all those old heads right? but yes. if you look at them they didn't cost much to make <laughs> they cost very little by studio standards at the time mm-hmm. very very little they were grinding grindhousing these movies out but you look at them now they hold up like artwork because the people making them were like we have no time we're gonna to have to design the hell out of these shots. Right. All these actors is not going to be like we're not going to improvise our way through right. these scenes. They're going to be these <laughs> scenes. The camera's right. going to be here for this, right. like that. And everyone came in and played. Right.
5: Their can I role. just can I just so, give so, a so, side so, note to look, that? Look, just look, so it's interesting because one of my favorite film noirs is this one called A Murder My Suite
2: mm. Oh yeah, yeah,
5: and and the director he used to be a professor emeritus at USC. Okay. And I went down there, to, I went down there, so, oh my God, he's, I he to talk to him, in his office, and he, and, and he had office hours, and I went to talk to him, and, <laughs> and he actually had the script for Murder My Sweet there, and he showed to me, and it's, 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 it's written in a way where, it's telling you like, you know, this is the medium shot for these lines, mm-hmm. and then the close shot for these lines. So it's a very like so they knew, hey, we're not, every you move. know what, like every move is going to be this. We're not. There's a the three shot. Here's the th- you know, and, and it was like, oh, that's smart. It's a it's a different way to write that most people probably don't know to write. Well, I think but it's, it's, it's I smart.
4: think the way that we, Dave Grohl, this is a really weird thing, but periodically. Uh, he, I think he got really mad at American Idol one day. He was just disgusted <laughs> with American Idol and he wrote this rant which basically like this is not how you become a freaking musician. Become a musician, you get your friend, you go to a freaking yard sale, you buy a cheap ass old guitar <laughs> and some crappy drums, you go in your friend's garage, you bang you that shit na- out, you get, get yelled, yelled at, at by the neighbors, b- neighbor, yeah, cops what called the fuck? on you. You're the worst band and then you keep doing it you right. keep doing it right. and maybe you turn into Nirvana. Right. Right? right. Or you just have a lot of fun mm-hmm. but one way or the other. What people are conditioned to think is Oh, I'm going to be George Lucas. Oh, it's going to be like American mm-hmm. Idol. Oh, they don't think... It's, it's a lottery it's a lottery, of a lottery, t- lottery yeah. man, right? right? I, I mm-hmm. do the minimum. I get the max out, right? And then they look around and go, how come this nigga got blah, blah, blah? Okay. How come this motherfucker got mm-hmm. so-and-so? Listen, like, how I have much been there. Much How much work put did, put did they put in? How much work did they put in? How much work did you right. put in? Because
5: right. you, you listen... I mean, look, for instance, there's that, that panel we were, that you host them, mm-hmm. just on these black person companies, and everybody up there... It was a great one, too. It was. Had these stories where they were like, we were sneaking on the lot, we were mm-hmm. doing all this crazy shit that people weren't talking about. <laughs> Lisa. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> people do, I mean, <clears throat> I, I'd say what shocked the shit out of me, the shit that, that, that Leonard told us last week, mm-hmm. this, is, this, is, this is someone doing the most. Okay. He got into two of those network you know a diversity program. Leonard okay. Chang, okay. shout at, out to Leonard Chang. At the Chain. same time, okay, and went to both. God bless. Didn't tell nobody. Didn't, didn't tell, tell nobody. nobody. Why would he? It <laughs> <That laughs> yeah. wouldn't even occur to <laughs> he me was to tell anyone. That's he was look, That's gangly because it's like because he was like this. Is how I get the maximum out of the that's one right. thing, and this, and I mean, and these people who like do it and get through and kind of skate through. I mean, he did it twice. That's what I'm saying, and still didn't get a job till much later. Mm-hmm. But look at him now.
4: So I always point hmm. to again, once again, I point to Dave Girls rants and this thing of you can do this. You have in your pocket, literally in your pocket, your phone has basically all the software you need. You are a Hollywood studio in your pocket. So when it comes down to can your ass write? I hate to break it to you, but probably the answer is no. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Probably the answer is no. But the way you find you know, that he, out look, is... Wait,
2: look, look. When we go to the thing outside of the Comic-Con and have <laughs> Jeff talk, he's going to hurt a lot. Y'all going to hurt some people's look, feelings. You know, Paul going to be you. like, look, let, let me just blank. tell you. I'll <laughs> have the, the tissue ready. Let me going tell
4: you point <laughs> blank. You write because you must write. Right. This is the shittiest life It is a rough, freaking hard on the ego, hard on the family, hard on a wallet, hard on your soul life. If you can do anything else with your life, go do that shit. Because everybody who's in your way, this is what we're built for. Mm -hmm. Nice or not nice, shark or not shark, decent or not decent, doesn't matter. All of us are built for this life. We will do this above other things. We will do this when there's no money on the table. Mm -hmm. We will do this in in lieu of our children sometimes, in lieu Mm -hmm. of our marriages sometimes. Mm -hmm. We won't go to church in favor of that last scene. We won't go to a wedding in favor, we'll be late for our own fucking wedding. Because (laughs) if I gotta get these last two lines out, you think I'm being hyperbolic, but that's your competition. Right. And that's the nice ones. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so if you're
1: not built for this shit, get the fuck out of the way. I just wanna say this, I'm glad you're saying that. (laughs) Kristen, I, all of us, at least, we've we talked about this for years. There's a reason why we have the work ethic we do. Number one, we black folks. Yeah, right. Some of us, or, you know, what? whatever. Some right. of what? us are light skinned. Paul. Paul. Paul's light skinned. We, got Paul, right. we no. got Paul in the trade. We got Paul in
2: the trade Paul is my light skinned French Creole cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he high yellow. <laughs> he just high yellow. <laughs> no, no, we got him yeah. for states. He light skinned it. He's in the family.
1: Paul's <laughs> in the family. So true. he's in the family. So the hustle is natural for most of us. Yeah, so I'm not going to say everybody because I know some lazy ass. Okay, listen. Okay, I'm just going to say it. What? Some lazy ass. Quickly write this down. I've never i heard of I that got it. I'm <laughs> calling names too um, <laughs> Turquita uh, oh. Over there on 4th Street oh. um, No I'm kidding Shots so, fired okay. Shots fired I'm kidding Pew I'm kidding. pew um, But for real you, We have a hustle that Is a natural thing in you It's mm-hmm. like, depending on where you come from Where you can't help it mm-hmm. Right The other thing that I love with What you're saying is I, I have a thing where I come in here and I work you know, I put in about five or six, seven hours a day, a day, seven days a week. Yeah. On my birthday, bitch, I was writing. You see me on Twitter, Same. work start in five yeah. minutes,
4: work. Exactly. I don't do that just because I'm not bragging. You how could you brag about work? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm letting people know because I keep getting these emails from people like you're as if I'm elevated. Right. right. And I'm like, the job doesn't change. The the money changes if you're lucky. Right. The title changes yeah. if you're lucky. But at the end of the day, it's you and a computer writing shit. Period. Right? So <laughs> when I say work start on Sunday morning is in fifty minutes, and then I don't you don't see me on Twitter for five right. hours, oh, wow, yeah. You can best best believe right. I was typing some shit mm-hmm. that's going to be sold or attempted to be sold to right. somebody on my
2: Sunday. Right. And there's been days when you know we've tried to plan some things and just like I can't go, I can't, yeah. go, I I can't, can't go because, because last I'm writing. You know. So if exactly. I said I Jeff, can't. I'm writing. Here, I am writing. Yeah. I was like, but it's Sunday. Right. Uh, so uh, uh,
4: I don't know what language <laughs> you're, you're, you're speaking. Not that, you're
2: not far from us. You're exactly. just down the street. So my yeah, whole point, no.
1: my whole point to all that is, and I know you got something to say about this. My whole point to all this. No, just to piggyback off, Mm -hmm. is is you need to find within yourself what your reason, for example, I was talking to my husband about this the other day. You got to figure your reason for why you decide you're going to get your body right. Mm -hmm. Right? He put on about 30 pounds. Right? So I'm like, you need to decide for you. Don't do it for me. You're going to do it for you of why you want to do whatever. I was like, here's my reason. And I told him what my reason is why I do it. I use the fact that I'm insecure to work out and go to the gym and blah, blah, blah. blah, And I keep my body in that shape constantly. Right. It's the same thing with I'm just using it as an analogy. Mm. It's the same thing with when I do my work. I'm paying the bill here. Right. This is my company. So I have to make sure that the bill is being paid Mm -hmm. no matter where I find the job, no matter how I do it. I need to be doing it. So I'm constantly working that hard. Plus, all of our friends that we all know are up here with fucking shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the real, so I'm like, if they got it, I can get it. If they got it, I can get it. Because if I'm not working today, bitch, they working. And I want to say this, you too. Know I mean? was an
4: actor for many years. Right. I'm not built for that life, mm-hmm. okay? There are different hustles for different things. Correct. I'm not built for I have nothing against actors, but it took me a long time to figure out that it was kicking the shit out of me, mm. and it was time to stop and go be the thing I'm supposed to right. be, which is this. Right? It's not that it's an easier life, but you have to be built for it or it's just not worth it.
1: Did I hear you say it wasn't making you a nice person or something? It was like something was going on with you. You were It like- made me paranoid in a way that
4: I don't like to feel. Once you, a bit, For me, anyway, right. being an actor is being on. In this yes. town, you step out that front door, you're on. Yeah, right. the, the only place you're not on is in your house because yeah. right. someone might run into you at a coffee yeah. shop. You might have two people listening to you at a booth talking to shit, mm-hmm. whatever. Right, right. You have to be your hottest. Yeah. You have to be your sexiest. You have to be your mm-hmm. perfect self the instant your ass steps out of that That's door true. just to go to the frickin' pharmacy to pick right. up something. Right. It's, it's like, yeah. I, I couldn't take it, right? right? Whereas writers are essentially invisible, right. uh, and I'm better at that than I am as an actor. Right. So ultimately, the balance on the scales was not as fulfilling. I was successful. I was making mm-hmm. money. I just, it just wasn't the right thing. Right. So you kind of have to be honest with yourself in the mirror and say, who am I? What am I built for? Maybe you're a great sailor. Go fucking do that.
1: Hey Paul, you take the mic? Let me ask
3: you. This is why I go ahead. the whole Twitter mm. blow-up is oh, really? exactly yes? this me. subject.
2: Tell me. Well let's get <laughs> in. <laughs> I have been gone for a while. Actually, let
1: me let me ask you this first. Yeah. Cause one thing I've been really digging off you like for the last you know year and a half or two that I've noticed in particular, I've been enjoying watching you, you know, on, on sometime on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but on Instagram in particular. Oh, yeah. When it's just something as simple as it's 5 o'clock in the morning and there's just a beautiful shot of you at the computer with your coffee or whatever it is, you, and you're working. It. Mm-hmm. It's just a moment. It's just truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's something clicked. Something changed. You know what I mean? So what happened for you, if you don't mind me asking?
3: I think it was, it's funny, it's what Stephen Pressfield calls turning pro. Um, you know, he wrote one of my, if not my favorite book on writing called The War of Art. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's just Fantastic. about mm-hmm. resistance with a capital R. Is that anything that keeps you from writing is resistance? Whether mm-hmm. it's food or movies or golf or sex or you know anything. You and oh, yeah. Watch it. yeah, And but he but he talks <laughs> about turning pro, and I realized I'd been doing this for a living full time since '99. Mm-hmm. I just turned pro a couple years ago. Wow, and, that's great. That's and great. it was. And it was that. It was when I made the conscious decision that I'm a writer, and that's my purpose, mm-hmm. and that's my definition. And the best thing I can do for my family, for my kids, the best thing I can do for myself as a father, as a man, as a person, is to create, is to write. And, you know, yeah, I was making a living sometimes a great living for for years and years doing this, but there was a lot of time where I was not doing it. I was like, I got money in the bank. I'm cool. I got a job coming up in 3 months, so I'm going to go play, you know? Yep. I'm going to go do whatever. And I made this decision, you know, I, I went through a lot of stuff and you know the whole Black 22 saga and up and down and up and down. And I got to this point where I was like, I looked at myself, and I was living in this place I didn't want to be living in, and I was just, my priorities were out whack, and I was like, what led to that is I was sitting there going, what's wrong? Why, why am I not where I should be? Why am I not this? Why do I have this file on my computer of, you know, like a, like a to-do list, and I've got more ideas on there than I have finished product and stuff, and I was yeah. like, and I just made this decision, and I... Moved out of the place I was living in mm-hmm. into that place mm-hmm. that you see on Instagram, which. My was, new house.
1: He didn't tell you. <laughs> okay.
3: But it was, but it was really scary because I, it was, <laughs> it, it was, the rent was more than double what I was paying right. and I did it while I was unemployed mm-hmm. and. You took, I a, just, gamble. You I took just, a gamble. I bet on myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just decided, you know, I'm going to go to bed at a certain hour or time most of the time, but mm-hmm. regardless of what happens the night before, my alarm goes off at four fifty four and I'm up every day and there's no days, there's no weekends. Right. It's like it's Sunday, it's Monday, there's it's no Wednesday. I was no, I was exactly. up at five AM this morning. And I started writing and it was hard as hell in the beginning. Sure. But then, you know, like a habit, when mm-hmm. it becomes a habit, a routine. Right. And it now you be- can't even sleep to seven. And though. now it's a, now <laughs> yeah, it's a right? flow state I'm in. And, and what's sucks. funny is I've been, I've been unemployed. <laughs> this is the longest stretch I've been unemployed mm-hmm. um, since 99. Wow. And, like, I'm going on month 19 or 20. And yet I'm more creative right now than I've ever been. Like, I'm out here. I've, I've never pitched more than one project at a time ever. Mm-hmm. Never thought I could. I have four plates in the air right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That are all things that I'm passionate about and, and things that I love. And I'm literally like doing stuff I never thought I could do before. Like I wake up and I'm, I, yesterday I was working on one project. I woke up this morning. I was like, I got to work on the other thing now. Right. I got to do that. And then, you know, I have a Black 22s pitch tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I'll leave here and I'll go back tonight. And then I'll wake up early in the morning and I'll be working on that. Right. And then I'll segue over to this other thing. And it's uh, That's
2: what I like It yeah. changed like. Yeah. It
3: changed me that way of For the I better I people all and the time
2: said, it, was it was that conscious decision To As my, my one writing teacher said Hey Put your ass in the chair mm. And write <laughs> ABW Yeah
4: that's ABW that's Always it. be writing all Yeah days Always days be writing, be yeah. writing. So
2: yeah. let's Thank you Jeffrey Ford <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Exactly i
0: am going say what I feel Be a writer, well you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the has got me stressed in the red room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes they miss the ball of kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more no game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screen. screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your penning words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want.